Hey, everybody, we're back with the Marketing That Works podcast. I'm your host, Drew Bedard. Leighton Hart is here. Leighton, how are you, buddy? I'm great. Sipping so on good. Big, tall, hot coffee. I'm from, good. From downtown Johnson City, the Willow Tree. Great coffee shop if you're ever down here. And a uh, quick shout out to uh, Johnson City Living podcast, Leighton's podcast. Great, um, great interview that came out Wednesday, yesterday with Diana Cantler from downtown Johnson City, the Downtown Development Authority. Thank you. I learned a lot talking to Diana. Yes. I learned a lot. I learned a lot about her and about downtown and the development. And I didn't even know this was called the Historic District. So it's amazing. You learned so, something. Yes. But uh, yes, we're back again. and Got a good topic this week that we want to talk about. Before we get into that, just a couple of things. Thank you, everybody out there, for the ratings and reviews on iTunes, Spotify. Please follow us, subscribe. But also, if you could, scroll down to the bottom of the podcast and hit that little five stars. You can do that in about 10 seconds. If you want to write a review, great. If you don't, no problem, but it helps the show grow. And if you do like this show and you want it to grow... Do me a huge favor today, if you would, and share the podcast with one person. Text it to them, share it on Instagram stories, whatever it could possibly be. I would so appreciate it. We would appreciate it. And that's going to help the show grow. So if you like it and you're appreciative of it, um, would you share it with one person today? That would be awesome. It's funny. That doesn't seem like a huge thing to do. It's like, you know, somebody hearing that, maybe I'll go, I'll share it. But like, what difference is that going to make? It makes a huge difference. Right. Like, that's how stuff like this grows. Yes. Just absolutely. one person at a time, making one connection at a time. And hopefully it's based on the topic that we're about to discuss as well. And, you know, you want each one of these to be super valuable to the person who were in their ears or in their car right now. So what we're going to talk about today is teaching, not telling. And what I mean by that is recently been thinking just more and more about the idea of education and marketing um, and not shouting at your audience. Um, you know, of course, we, we've gone back to that Jesse Cole interview a couple of times, but Jesse talks all the time about nobody wakes up and wants to be marketed to, wants mm -hmm. to be advertised to. But I'll tell you what your audience does want. And this is this is also coming from a book that I'm reading right now, which I'll reference in a second. But your audience wants to be educated on what you're doing and what the business is doing behind the scenes to make the product better, to make their experience better, or just to teach them something about, you know, obviously I'm in the live event business, so there's a lot to learn, especially for someone who might be coming the first time. There's a lot of anxiety there. But all of us are in the uh, – the, we're, we're consumers of experiences, right? We go to Disney World. We go to um, – we go on cruises. We go whatever. It doesn't matter if we go down the street to the zoo in Jonesboro. We're consumers of experiences. And when we consume an experience or purchase an experience – there's anxiety that goes with that. And the way to reduce anxiety for your audience is to educate them, to teach and not tell. So don't shout all your marketing at them and just, it's all about price, price, price. And it's, you know, we want you to buy, buy, buy. And here's all these premium upgrades. No, teach them about the experience. And that's the way <clears throat> to get them not only more comfortable with it, but then hopefully evangelize it over time. So I think that's that's the big topic for today because I want to challenge everybody to go back to their offices today and think about how can I flip this today and how can I focus on teaching 
versus telling. Instead of marketing and pushing, how can I take the time to invest in my customers? Take If they're going to spend time with me, how do I teach them something that would make their experience more valuable. And that can be in any, you did this for a long time in financial advising, which is just these videos of teaching people. And it's so valuable. I mean, even your podcast, like I was referencing with Diana Cantler, I learned so much about downtown. That's a great, it was an educational podcast for me to understand how this whole dynamic works. And it made me more comfortable with what's going on and the progress and yeah. So you've, you've said the comfort word twice now. And okay. as, I, as I think about going into a new experience or, or using a new product, going to a new place, that is exactly my hot button. Like right. I want to feel comfortable there. Mm-hmm. I think I've been in like uh, restaurants or like, you know, fast casual kind of places where you go in and there's definitely a flow to how it should work. Like yes. you can tell the regulars know the flow, but if you're going in there for the first time, you have no idea and yes. you don't want to look stupid in there. So right. Uh, those types of situations, like you said, the more you can do to educate your audience about what it's going to be like when you come in, yes. um, you know, what, where to park, which door to use, where you go once you come in the door, which sign you need to look at, uh, those things go a long way. And I, I think it really is an issue of the, the thing you need to tackle is your customer's comfort level. Yes. And actually, you make a great point about maybe a retail experience. You know, one of the biggest barriers in retail is the closed front door. Like, what I mean by that is people don't feel comfortable passing through that threshold because it's like, I don't know what's on the other side. I'm anxious about it. I don't know what I'm going to get. Am I going to get a pushy salesperson or am I going to get... so? If you put out content related to that, like, you know, been to Blowing Rock, North Carolina a bunch of times, and it's, you know, some stores have their doors open and they're welcoming you. Let me teach you. Let me tell you about what your experience is going to be. And then there's some doors that are closed. And I wonder if they ever get open because it's like, I don't know. I'm a little scared of that. And if I'm not comfortable with it, like you've mentioned, and I'm scared of it and I'm anxious about it, I'm just not going to do it. I mean, I think we're in a society, there's a, you know, it's also the Amazon world where it's like, well, I could go in that store right there, but I kind of know what they sell. And if I really want to buy it, I'll just one click it on yeah. Amazon and it'll be to me in two days. You've got to educate people to bring them in and to understand what's the ecosystem. What does it feel like? How will it feel when I get here? Where do I park? Where do I go? And I think that that's it's a huge piece. I think the other part that I want to touch on in this episode is how to do that, mm-hmm. how, how to teach, how to educate. Um, I think you've got to look at it like a teacher with curriculum. Mm-hmm. Like you've got to go back into your business and you got to break it down and you got to say, okay, first of all, you could go back to Google Analytics or some sort of analytics provider that you look at your website and you say, what are the most popular things on the website? What are people looking at? Okay, well, that's a hot topic. For us, it's parking and lodging and camping and a lot of those things. Okay, great. That gives me a good firm foundation for where people are searching and they want more information. All right, now I'm going to take that and I'm going to do a deep dive. How can I break that down? How can I survey against it too and understand a little bit more about what people are looking for? Then you get into the tools. Okay, what am I going to do to make this, you know, to take this education curriculum and then pass it to my audience? Well, teachers have a whiteboard, a blackboard. They have a projector. They have computers. They have, you know, modern teachers. Obviously, there's a lot more technology in the classroom. We have the same things afforded to us 
in an office or with technology. You know, one of the biggest things that we did over the past couple of years um, and we're not doing right now and we should be doing is more webinars. Like mm. if I would encourage everybody, get you yourself, get comfortable with doing a webinar, do it, screw it up, mess it up, but do it. It is so valuable for your audience to just take them through what an experience. So let me tell you about that. The webinar I put together, it was a little bit of history, but then the rest of it was just educating people on what the race weekend was going to feel like and where they could park and where they could, you know, one of the biggest things with parking is where I'm going after the event. So egress, right? It's because sometimes with, um, large events you get routed the wrong way or right. what you deem the wrong way yeah, yeah so we're coming from johnson city if you park in a certain parking lot you might get routed to bristol so going the opposite direction and then you have to go up and get on the highway and come back that's a big frustration point big pain point so what we've decided to do is we're going to educate on begin with the end in mind yeah so because that's the biggest parking pain point but we can utilize these tools like content videos, webinars. We can do live videos where we could do whiteboard sessions. And those are the things that are going to endear your audience to you more than you just pushing out, you know, how much something costs and just marketing, marketing, marketing. You know who does that probably better than anyone? And you don't necessarily even know it's happening is Disney. Yeah. If you've been, so we went on a, on a Disney cruise last, uh, last spring break. Mm-hmm. And so you get off the plane and you head down to the Disney area and the airport and there's, there's people there, but then while you're standing in line, they route you very easily wh- where you're supposed to be. Sure. There's a monitor and every five minutes or so, the, the TV show comes on that tells you what's going to happen next. And okay, you're going to walk out this door to go to your bus and all right. that. Then you get on the bus and it's a 40-minute ride to the to your hotel or whatever. Yep. And all along the way, they're telling you, we're going to go to three, these three hotels, and this one's going to be first. And when you get there, your bus driver's going to do this and, and all that. They they tell you what's going to happen. It happens Very on the monorail. About happens it, right. everywhere. So you can know, like, there's no panic moment. Like, well, we're at this hotel, but our other hotel's over there. Do we just get our bags and walk? Do, or? Are, are they going to take us there? But they're yeah. explaining it. They're educating you on the process the entire time, right? And, and they do it in their own, with their own style, in a very Disney way. So right, it's their sure. characters doing goofy stuff. And I, th- I think that that your brand should do it in your brand style. That's right. That's right. So I think that's the biggest thing we want to leave people with today. Teach, not tell. Teach educate your consumers on the experience and then look for the pain points within the experience like you're talking about Layton or the anxiety points Mm -hmm. look for the frustration points and see if you can unearth those and then directly address them with all the technology that's available to us today but man you could just as simply write a word document save it down to a pdf and email it to Mm -hmm. your customers and say let me walk you through it step by step. This is what you're going to do. And so many people find this valuable. One other one other tip that I want to give everybody. We started this a few years ago and it's and it's uh, it's been wonderful and we've gotten a lot of good feedback from customer satisfaction on it. Is and it's kind of like what you're talking about. It's almost like a concierge program mm-hmm. that we do um, with a lot of our first-time fans is we then first-time fan group, we connect them to someone either at the Speedway or at the Bristol Chamber. And what that does is basically gives you a lifeline of if you have any questions, you have a personal cell phone and email address, you can contact them at any time. And I'll tell you, it's almost like a placebo effect because about 
15 to 20% of the audience actually uses it. So 80% of the audience doesn't use it, but our customer satisfaction ratings are higher. So all, but what that whole entire thing is meant to do is we are here to educate you on anything that you're anxious about. Yeah. And we are here as a lifeline. So we can help you if you need to know where to park, if you need to know where to camp, all the way down the line, we can walk you through the entire process. And again, there's only a fraction of people that are feeling that high anxiety level that use it, but the others feel comforted by that it's there. So even if you don't, you should develop education tools for your consumers, but offer them a service that gives them a lifeline, gives them a direct contact with your brand. That's another thing that causes anxiety is like the contact at the bottom of a website. If you can't find it and you can't find anybody to contact, it makes you anxious because you're just like, how do I get my question answered? And so I want to encourage people, give people a way to contact you easily and it will pay dividends. So teach, not tell, educate, give people a connection point, a contact, and I think your customer, sati- your customer satisfaction ratings will go up and you'll see greater benefit and long-time loyalty from that. Instead of marketing and pushing out all these, all these messages, yes, that's obviously valuable. We've talked about advertising a ton. But maybe spend some time today on the ways that you can educate your consumers to help reduce that anxiety and give them an overall better experience. So... I think that's it for this week. Leighton, you got anything else, buddy? That's it. I think we got to encourage people to listen to all the other Market Street Media podcasts out there. We got Johnson City Living. We got uh, Measure Once, Cuss Twice with Seth Thomas. That's like viral as, like, it's crazy how many people love it. Yeah. Yep. And then we've got some new podcasts starting on the Market Street Media Podcast Network. So I encourage you to listen to those, but go check it out marketstreet.com media that's where the marketing that works podcast is housed as well so we'll see you next week again remember to rate and review the show appreciate it so much and share it with one person today that would go a long way to getting the show out there we'll see you next week